Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio brought to you by your Ford dealers. Pickup and delivery sweepstakes. Check them out on the web, redsox.com slash Ford Sweeps, and enter for your chance to be picked up and delivered to the Ford Clubhouse and attend a Red Sox game. Fitzy has been delivered to the Ford Clubhouse today. No Curtis. Happy birthday, young James, one year old. Uh, celebrating somewhere in uh, greater Boston, I'm sure, whether it's uh, Southie or somewhere in the, uh, the country club confines out in Woodland. Uh, Fitz, but we hope Curtis is having a good day. You and I are having fun, but we are trying to digest what exactly Danny from Quincy was talking about. That's why I felt the need at the tail end of the call to say, like, he wanted to call and criticize me for some of the things I said, though I delivered disclaimers and caveats to said criticisms of last year's play callers or the offensive, ineffective triumvirate of Belichick, Judge, and Patricia. I think his point was, don't blame Belichick for the players sucking and Kraft not being enough involved or spending enough money. Okay. Essentially, was that it? I, I think that was it. Okay. Is so it was. It was just. Yeah. It. It was I, a defensive Belichick. It, it was, was. But everything is because he calls Brady pussface, and he says that <laughs> Mr. Kraft, you know, Robert Kraft is always just in pursuit of cameras, adulation, and look, he he has been guilty of trying to have his cake, eat it too, and you know, look great in the process, but. I, I I understand Robert may have allowed Bill to make some decisions that he's not terribly fond of now, but here we are. It, it, you cannot, we can't fix any of that now. All we can do is go forward and try to be the best team possible. Bill wants his record. He's got, I don't think you're going to be seeing nine rings pulling into the harbor in Nantucket anytime soon. At eight rings, he's got nothing else to prove. But 
to make sure that he exits the franchise with a little more luster, kind of like the way I connected it back to Super Bowl 53 being great for his reputation a few years ago. I think he'd be wise to spend a little extra money right now, go for it, and don't be a footstool or a stepping stone in the AFC East or the AFC overall to some of these other teams that are sneaky good. Okay, so how much of the narrative coming into camp depends on their signing Hopkins and or Cook? You'd prefer Cook over Hopkins. I would as well. Uh, Hopkins, to me, feels like he's playing this franchise, biding time, using them as bait, or not bait, but just a, you know, a stepping stone to get a, a, a winning team to come along. He is get, le- leverage and negotiations. Yes, yes. Kansas City, please, fi- please find the money to redo the Chris Jones deal and sign me. Cleveland, please find a way to pay me way more than I'm worth. Do you think, though, Kraft is sitting there uh, or partying with Michael Rubin and the folks and people are saying, you got to get Cook, you got to get Hopkins. And he's like, yes, you're right. He's desperate. It doesn't feel that way. It feels like he's letting Bill slow play this as Bill always does. And Belichick's not going to, I don't blame him for this. He's not going to overpay and beg at the altar of DeAndre Hopkins. If he comes here at his price, eventually he'll be fine with it. But even if they bring in Cook, I don't think that's going to swing the narrative, the belief. If, if, there are Patriots skeptics out there that are not going to be sold based on Dalvin Cook signing or not. No. Correct? But there are people that have also said, add DeAndre Hopkins, and all of a sudden now, like Mike Tannenbaum, who suddenly is now Bill's biggest champion. He's always been a fan, though he helped run two other teams competing against the Patriots for a long time in the Jets and the Dolphins. Now, Mr. 33rd Team does his interview with Bill. He's come back around on the brilliance of Belichick. He said add Hopkins singularly, and the Patriots should win the AFC East. Oh, that is bananas. That, that, I, I mean, I that can't seemed, go there. That seemed, I mean, <laughs> that's... that's Either way, you need one extra, to me, you need one extra element. Now, Andy Andy would probably point to this, and I'll ask him tomorrow on the Fitzy and Hart Show from 10 to 1230. Uh, nice plug. Thank you very much, Mark at 10. Uh, he'll probably say that you need the receiver more because, and this has slowly crept up. Like, you could say, arguably, the, the greatest position of need on the Patriots now is tackle because you've got the hobo rumble over on right tackle between <laughs> Riley Reef, Calvin Anderson, Connor McDermott, and then you have the great 370-pound question mark that is Trent Brown. Okay, that's a legitimate position to need. Jack Jones and the uncertainty surrounding him. Uh, that makes cornerback a little bit of an issue. Wide receiver could creep up upon being a big big question mark because if juju's knee which they probably should have known about and maybe shouldn't probably that probably shouldn't it's very bizarre bizarre is right what is happening in soft tissue taekwon i mean like you could have two <laughs> of your four starting wide rec- potential starters not even on the field for training camp that yeah but you got parker with a new deal yay you got You're like this, the only Devonte Parker I love fan Parker. in town. What do you love about that? I loved his season in Miami where he torched Gilmore in that last game of the season. He owned him. Yeah, I love how I used to be able to get out of bed without going, ow, oh, my right. back four years ago. Wait that was 2019. Wait until Billy O'Brien maximizes Parker. Come I around to now. Devonte Parker is going to have a break back season. No, it is going to be Kendrick Bourne season, no. and that guy is going to he's explode. in the doghouse. He and is Gusecki. out. Gasecki is a receiver, and that's not a bad sign. Okay, that's not now that that we may be sleeping on. Now we can agree on. Let's go to uh, Nick in Boston on the state of the Pats here on WEI. Ken and Fitzy. Hi, Nick. Hi. Hi. You guys make my uh, Saturday mornings a lot of fun. It's my favorite time of year. Patriots uh, are starting soon. Uh, I call about one thing uh, with special teams and. I think we all know the special teams have been brutal for the last couple of years. 
And whether that's the fault of their coach or what, I don't know. I, I'm not smart enough to know that. But one thing I do, I do know, and I haven't heard talked about a lot, is really the most important play in special teams is the one that never happens, which means the kicker kicks it into the end zone. And I'm pretty sure last year, at least towards the second half of the year, that Nick Folk was doing the kicking because the punter either was hurt or wasn't up to par. And when you don't kick it into the end zone, you just have more chances to have it run back, and that's where weak coaching gets exposed. So didn't the Patriots also draft or, or sign a free agent kicker this year? Well, they dra- Fitzy, they, we, you and I mocked the punter draft, and then they drafted a kicker this year, right? I loved. Nick is so on top of, and I'm not just praising myself because he's singing my tune here. Nick, you couldn't have been more right. One of the sneaky, great deficiencies of that team last year, Andy and I called it on Six Rings, the Polardi Party, which was the worst Evite that we all responded to <laughs> ever. As soon as, the, so the, the, here was the trickle-down effect, Ken. So as soon as Jake Bailey had his squatting incident and then ultimately goes on IR for the second half of the season, New England Patriots, the only team in history to suspend a cornerback and a punter for disagreeing with rehab in the same season. Polardi, you lose about six to eight yards per punt. Okay, that affects you. But then you lose Jake Bailey and his uncanny ability to blast the kickoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Now you've got Tristan Viscaino. He sucked. He gets, he gets shown the door. And then, or maybe he's buried beneath the new lighthouse. I don't know. And then Nick Folk has to handle kickoffs. You lost about 10 yards per kickoff average. So you're not blasting him through the back of the end zone. Now they're landing at the five, setting up all these runbacks. You gave up so much more yardage, and that led to multiple kickoff return touchdowns. That was a huge issue. And then on top of it all, my guy, Big Kick Nick, couldn't make a field goal over 48 yards last year. So they drafted a punter and a kicker, right? They got Bryce Barringer, the punter from Michigan State. Yep, looks a.k.a. Pedro Pascal, the and, punter. And they took Chad Ryland, the kicker from Maryland. So. Who, by all accounts, has an absolute cannon. All good words out of OT. Well, I hope so. He was like a fourth-round pick, wasn't he? Yeah, well, it, but it matters. You need to spend all that. Now, it doesn't really matter. Yes, it Haven't does. they devalued I, the kickoff the, again? Uh, uh, put a leech on yourself and drain the Curtis blood out of you right now because <laughs> – He's always like, oh, I know they spend too much on special teams. And yes, I know the new kickoff rule will allow people to down it anywhere on a kickoff and take it at the 25 if they so choose. But you're not going to get a lot of runbacks. And at least now also you'll be able to actually take kicks over 50 yards as well. This will oh, matter. I, I mean, it is truly July 8th. If we're breaking down the special teams is the key to the offseason. You'll be pointing back to this show, audience. Pat's Nation will be like, <laughs> I remember when Fitzy told me Bryce Barringer was going to be the key to the season on July 8th. Well, to start the 11 o'clock hour. All right. Now, on that note, we were late getting here. We've got to get back on track. I do want to talk a little Red Sox. Can we do that, please? The Red Sox, <clears throat> there is a flurry of tweets uh, coming out from the uh, Red Sox, the pro Red Sox fan base. One from Carabas, one from at Sox Notes, another one from Boston Strong, touting their record here in the month of... Uh, July, basically the record since the end of June. Red Sox 6-1. and one. The rest of the division stinks. They are, I got to say, Fitz, within striking distance of the Yankees, who I saw in person last week, and they are not that good. They are definitely vulnerable. And you've got five more with the Oakland A's. This trade deadline is going to be yet another referendum on buyers, sellers. Is the ownership group sold? Is Haim Bloom a dumpster diver? Does he want to go all-in, quote-unquote, for a key piece. What should they do? It is actually some drama building here with your Red Sox. We'll discuss it next after Brian Frizzoco and Trending. 
The Rich Keefe Show. Weeknights starting at 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Those very Boston Red Sox, they won game one last night over the Oakland Athletics, 7-3 at Fenway Park, behind an eight-strikeout performance from Nick Pavetta. Game two of this series will be this afternoon at 4-10. If you have any intentions of catching that game, please just do so right here. WEI Red Sox Radio Network, Sean McDonough and Joe Castiglione, they will be on the call starting at 4-10. The Shaw's and Star Market, WEI Red Sox Radio Network, Shaw's perfecting the art of fresh. Paul Blackburn, he'll be on the hill for Oakland against James Paxton for the Red Sox. Joe Weil will get you started with the Mass Mutual pregame show right here at 310. Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. And according to the always reliable Dove Kleiman, Dalvin Cook is not willing to accept the current contract offer from the Dolphins. That was from Jeff Darlington. Maybe some good news for the Patriots there. And the New England Revolution will play host to the New York Red Bulls at Gillette Stadium tonight at 7.30. The Revs currently sit at third in the Eastern Conference. New York is all the way down at 12. I'm Brian Verzoko, and that's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. The Red Sox Station. New England Sports Original. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Roll and six of their last seven. Final score, Boston seven and Oakland three. Forty-three, your Boston Red Sox. As we continue broadcasting from our Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio, right on Lansdowne Street, Ken Laird, Nick Fitzy, Stevens, and for Curtis today. Don't look now, Curtis. Your Red Sox, three games out of the wild card. I know you've buried Bloom all week, my buddy, Chris Curtis. He's not here to defend himself. Fitzy, you have to speak for him. Is this team in it? 
Three games behind Toronto now for the third wild card. Two games back of the Yankees, who have lost three in a row, and Aaron Judge still has a bad toe. May never get better. Let me read you this passage, though, from uh, Dan Shaughnessy of the Globe, ever the uh, Red Sox skeptic these days, and I do enjoy the, uh, the back and forth with Tom Caron and Shaughnessy. is good. But Shaughnessy writes, As for the Red Sox, sell. Don't fall for the phony third wild card. Ugh. Admit that 2023 is a bridge to nowhere and blow the thing up. If he doesn't get hurt again in the next month, James Paxton has great value. Jansen has great value. Dump Adam Duvall. Let Jared Duran play center every day. Trade good guy Justin Turner. Say goodbye to face of the failed franchise Kike Hernandez, who has been revealed to be what he always was, a fine fourth outfielder or fifth infielder for a good team like the Dodgers. That from your dad, Shaughnessy, at the club. And let me ask you now, where are you next? If you follow through with the Shaughnessy plan, who are you? Who who is the seriously? Like I'm not questioning Dan. I'm not, you know, doing the CHB and like, oh hey, here's here's Mr. Red Sox Nation, the you know, can't figuring out a new narrative post reversing of the curse. If you do that, if you okay, honestly, like Jansen could get you a good return, Chris Martin could get you a good return, so could Turner maybe on a team that needs a valuable right handed hitter and clubhouse leadership. You can get a ton for Paxton because teams will pay a premium at the deadline for a frontline starter. And maybe you could even move Duvall if somebody wants a Steve Pierce-like right-handed dependable hitter on the bench who can play outfield wherever. You do all that, Ken. You know what you're telling your team, your fan base? See you in 2025, Sox fans, because next year it'll be all about getting back players you need to groom and develop. More time in Portland, more time with the Woo Sox. They'll have to draft more talent. Well, you it's a could, massive you could, reset. They could have a trade for AAA guy mentality, right? You, you could do a happy medium. And say we're a year away, Trevor Story will be back, Marcelo Meyer will be here at the end of next year. Are we so sure it's going to be even that late? Okay, mid mid season, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you're hoping. I mean, he's he's had so a much bad month. Pre- so sure. much pressure on that kid, you know. Oh yeah, Art, a lot of pressure. And Art and I talk like, about the fact, like we were doing a uh, over the weekend a couple weeks ago. Ken, we did a little who's under the most pressure in Boston sports right now, and then I turned it into a piece, a poll for Twitter, oh, and a piece like at wei.com. Oh. Under the most pressure right now, we settled on one per team. It's Missoula with the Celtics. Yeah. It's Montgomery with the Bruins, although the Sweeney's could be right behind him after the decisions he made. But I, yeah. we say it's yeah. Montgomery. Mac Jones barely over Belichick. And Heim Bloom, because Fenway Sports Group seems to not be held accountable for anything. And you can't say Alex Cora on a nightly basis is given uh, maybe at best Baker's Rack at the back of the grocery store 50% off goods and told to cook a, a two-star Michelin supper. Like, it's, I think he's doing an awesome job, as always. But Heim Bloom is going to have to try to figure out, can I make this team work and hold it up enough so that when we do get Mayer next season, and maybe we have some other call-ups, that maybe, just maybe, we'll be able to really get back to the top of the AL East. If you do this, if you entertain this, like, 85-win parade, and then punt at July 31st, then what was the point of the whole season? Just to get everyone in for a couple of selfies, sell some beers, and see you next year, Sox fans? That's, I find that to be insulting, if that's the case. Yeah, and uh, last year there was enough indecision Ugh. that you don't want to see it happen again, right? Because they had the Vasquez trade, and then they backpedaled, and they kept the own rentals. They kept Bogarts, and they kept J.D. Martinez, and they kept Ivaldi, and anybody else that you might have flipped last year for prospects, they decided Correct. to keep. Didn't work. Uh, so here we are a year later. <clears throat> the team is in better shape 
because the bullpen is intact, right? You've got Martin and Jansen who are legit eighth and ninth inning guys. That is so refreshing. Every time they get to Martin in the eighth, it is like a joy. I've, I absolutely love that. I, mean, I found him to be even more dependable than Kenley Jansen, who was great, eh, struggled a little bit, but seems to be getting his groove back on. Now, Paxton, I believe in, I mean, I don't think he's going to, they, they are being careful with his innings, which is a little concerning. Like they've tried, you know, he's going to pitch tonight, right? I believe he's pitching tonight. So, but they kind of sat him for a day. They don't want to. Uh, he's on paternity leave though. I oh, think. that's right. He was on paternity leave, but he's, he's back for this weekend at some point. It's either today or tomorrow. So, but I, he's good. He is established good. And you should think about signing him instead of trading him. Why wouldn't you sign him right now to a yes. two year extension? Yes. And you've got Paxton and Bayo for the next two, three years. Anchors of the rotation, yes, you would have yes. you would have arguably as good a one-two punch in the AL East as anybody else. Maybe save for the you know the absolute blowtorch brigade that is uh, the firearms down in Tampa. And Paxton is going today, by the way. So four ten, start three ten three game here on your Shaw's and Star Market Red Sox Radio Network. Now, so here comes the deadline. What do you do? And by the way, uh, my tweet is hot. If you win five more over the A's, 88 win pace, 51 and 43. A lot Brian, of reactions. Brian, could you do me a favor? Could you please clip off, say, <laughs> clip off Ken saying, by the way, my tweet is hot. My tweet's Will do. Uh, Thank you. So what are you at? Let, let's say you're in it and you go for it at the deadline. Could you go for a starting pitcher and get a big three of sorts and have a real chance to win a series or two, if not more? Because, I mean... Are the Rays unbeatable? They just lost six in a row. They're coming back to the pack. Orioles are good, but they're young. You believe in Cora? So do I. He can outmanage any of these guys in the postseason. Uh, he's already done it with Kevin Cash. We've seen those head-to-head series. Yep. Uh, Texas, you just saw. You took two out of three from the first-place team in the West. Houston's always good. They're going to be there in the end. There is nobody unbeatable in this mix. Nope. You go out and trade for Lucas Giolito of the White Sox or Marcus Stroman of the Cubs. Take your Chicago pitcher mm-hmm. of choice, add him for the stretch run. You've got a big three, and you probably need another offensive piece, right? You probably need a bat of some sort, unless Trevor Story is going to be your guy that puts you over the hump. See, that's the whole thing. I know Brad Show and the baseball is in Boring Crew said you're not allowed to talk about adding. I, I believe I'm, I'm quoting appropriately. You're not allowed to talk about Trevor Story as being like, look at the right-handed bat we got at the deadline. But a lot of people are going to say, hey, look at the right-handed bat they got at the deadline. If he comes back and is healthy enough and can hit like, Trevor Story from a few years ago at a high altitude, no less. Never liked the splits outside of cores, but here we are. So you say add a starter. I'm afraid of spending exactly how much it would cost to get a front of the line or a middle of the pack starter. What's working right now with the Red Sox is having Paxton and Bayo go out once every five, six days, give you seven innings, high quality start. Bayo is now turned into a, I mean, we're talking about a top 10 starter in the American league right now. This yep. kid has got it going on. Yep. So you continue to develop him. You lean on James Paxton. And then this odd array that they're going through now with the D Bernardinos and Murphy's and Crawford's and when cows, your opener of choice, they are literally, and the, this is how play you basically go to a three man rotation in the playoffs anyway. So, if you don't want to spend much of your future and you want to give the fans something worth rooting for in the now and buy into this team, I so long as, you know, if Hauk can come back in a couple of weeks, if he can put the weight on that he's lost and isn't timid on the mound, you can you can buy into the idea that maybe he'll have, he might be a little gun shy because the poor guy got hit so hard by that liner a couple of weeks ago. If he comes back into form, if Whitlock's bone bruise heals up, You've got such flexibility all of a sudden now. You yeah. could start any of these guys. You could, 
I still think Whitlock belongs in the bullpen. I'd rather see him as the the right-handed Andrew Miller, who you can use for an inning or three and a third if you need to any given night. I'd go get another quality bullpen arm. Well, it, but I think you hit it right there. Make Whitlock that guy. So if you get a starter at the deadline, and I'll, let me throw another name at you, Erod. Erod is going to get moved by the Tigers. He's Bring not your been, old pal back home. Yeah, and he's got like three years left on his deal, but it's not that obscene of a contract. And he has gotten to see the other side and what it's like to pitch in a place that doesn't care, or at least currently. I mean, Detroit baseball is just dead. So why not bring him back? And then, you, as you say, you move Whitlock to the bullpen. You've got another middle relief guy to go with Pavetta and Hauk or whoever else. And you've, this is not that. This is a pretty good team. I mean, the offense is already borderline uh, good enough. Uh, but, you know, story is a big part of it. So anyway, curious what, what folks think out there. Shaughnessy says don't do it. I think, they're, I think they got to try. I think right now you are close enough where a piece or two, and you and it doesn't mean you have to mortgage the future, but you bring in a guy or two and you, you, you think about this acquisition as somebody you could keep for the next couple of years, like Paxton, and you're actually building for next year as well. You do both at the same time. 617-779-7937. I don't believe our next caller, David in Florida, agrees with that assessment, though. Let's see what David thinks. Hello, David. How are you? Good, how are how you? How are you? Hey, how oh, are you? I'm good. Hey, there we go. That's what I'm hearing for you. I'm doing wild things. Just watching a little Wimbledon this morning. Oh, there you go. You know, I got a couple of things. First of all, is there any reason, and I'm really scared that I'm saying this, to be to be optimistic about the Red Sox? I mean, what are we got? Story possibly coming back. We got maybe if Sale comes back, and Sale had a great. Before he got injured, he seemed like he was on the verge of maybe uh, uh, of returning to his old self. Uh, I mean, there, there may be some reason to be a little hopeful. I mean, yes, they have to make a big trade, uh, a couple of them, and they should get rid of. They have they have a surplus of talent in the outfield, and they need to do something. I think Duran, like Sean, as you said, I think Duran needs to be playing every day now. And yeah, you can trade uh, Duvall. You can. Maybe even get rid of, of Kiki because Kiki would bring some somebody back. He's a veteran, experienced veteran. But there may be some reason to be optimistic. So, what are your thoughts about that? Oh, wow, that's a shocking. Hey. David in Florida is somewhat hey. optimistic. Um, except he said you could trade everybody on the roster. Yes, exactly. I totally I believe that. Now the the A's are gonna. I mean, this schedule and they have the Cubs in there too. Is it's. You're not going to get a clear assessment of their talent, I guess. You you really have to kind of go by what you just saw from sweeping Toronto, who's ahead of you in the standings, and taking two out of three from from Houston because uh, or from uh, Texas, because other than the Mets, well, they have the Braves for two. You've got a pretty weak schedule here the rest of the month. Yeah, you do, which is good in a way, but it's also that's the, that's your last impression of the team before the trade deadline. So you could easily be kind of duped into uh, overvaluing them. But I would go for it. I agree. I would much rather see the Red Sox. So I'm just poking around some of the names that could potentially be available come trade deadline. Now, a guy that I would love to see the Sox go get, but he would cost a lot, would be like, you want to get a really good front of line starter and say, hey, we're going to have a rotation to fear over the next couple of years. Just, you know, maybe give Milwaukee a call and see how much a Corbin Burns would cost. The answer would probably be, we're trying to make the playoffs in the end a lot. I know who Bradford would say. Who? Joe Kelly shows up on half these lists, so nice. it's a little dangerous to reunite Bradfoe and uh, Joe. How Kelly. about how about you now? If you want to do something very bloomian, if you will, something uh, a distressed asset who maybe could 
who could help your team and wouldn't cost a ton. How about Brad Keller from the Royals? Okay. All anybody from the Roy, the Roy, any Royal A or uh, who else? The A's, like... the A's are not even a real baseball team <laughs> right now tonight. If they called up the entire Woo Sox team and said Woo Sox A's, I bet the Woo Sox would be a minus one point five run favorite. Let's go to uh, back to the phones here. Paul in Westfield, I think, back over the Patriots. What's going on, Paul? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. It's the Laird Fitzy lineup, and this one in the situation, this predicament we have, um, I want to talk briefly about um, the condition of this team is we lost to the cruddy teams because we threw them away with no defense, and we destroyed the good teams, which is another glitch in time. Like, this is another one. We only in Boston can come up with this. So what you bring up leveraging the team versus the future, it's a very difficult decision, uh, you know. And you bring up the point about remember right now our three best pitchers of Aldi, um, Shell, and Whitlock are out. And last night we had the pitcher with the five innings of dominance. Uh, Bayo is one of the best coming up, looking like he has numbers similar to Roger Clemens when five game starts. You know, it's a really tough decision. You can't proceed with emotion because it's not worth blowing up the team because you guys bring up a good point. We're not a bad team. We just have screwball results. you know. So you have to look at this very objectively. And, and one more quick question. Why do we not want Damian Lillard in Boston? What's wrong with him? I thought he would make a great addition and everyone's screaming, don't get him. What am I missing on him? Is he cancerous like, like Sean well, Kemp uh, did to the Superthonics? No, I just think, Paul, he's made it pretty clear he doesn't want to be here. So do you want a guy that played for your team that's told you, I don't want to come? I, you become an... Uh, you know, under the barrel of a gun. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Attitude determines altitude. Is it because we're not giving him enough money, or is it because he doesn't see our potential to be a winning team because of the Game 7 dump when no yeah, one played I, in Game 7? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I, what, what does Dame Lillard think? Nobody knows. He hasn't said. I, I, all we got was laughter from uh, Chris Haynes. Chris Haynes <laughs> on the Dan Patrick Show. Speaking I for him. I think we, you know, we batted that around a little bit earlier, and you know, we can ask John Corrales again when he joins us at twelve o'clock, high noon, from the Boston Sports Journal. I, my thinking is, Ken, he looks at this team and says, "I don't know if I really want to be the third or fourth option. Like, I want to be one or one A, not even a two. And I'm sure Jimmy Butler, who can take a game over, as we've seen time and time and time again." has probably assured him via whatever network he can get the, the word out to him from Miami to Portland. I'm sure he's told him, listen, this you can be the star. I will happily support you. Are you going to be able to get... Porzingis will do whatever he probably needs at this point. He's just happy to be out of Washington. <laughs> yeah. But are you going to get Jalen Brown, who probably still thinks, since he liked that tweet last year, I'm the most underappreciated... He's the most underappreciated Celtic in town. Uh, most underappreciated star in Boston sports. Are you going to get him and Jason Tatum to say... You know what? To get us that championship, we'll all gladly take five fewer shots a night. I doubt it. But Tatum and Lillard are buddies. I mean, I guess that's one potential. He's leading the recruiting yes. tour, isn't he? But How yeah. close are they, though? Because when Damian Lillard went on that podcast, he said he was close with Bam Adebayo and Mikel Bridges. He didn't mention Jason Tatum. Wait, again, he doesn't want to come to Boston. I think he likes Tatum, but he just he doesn't like the city. I mean, we have to admit that. That's all... Writing on the wall, he's, reports to, He's been living in the coffee grinds and hop remnants of Portland in I know. their free love society for the last 10 years. The reputation is what it is. It's still out there, unfortunately Terrible. or fortunately. He needs, you know what he needs to do? He needs to come here, 
He needs to go to Newbridge, get some steak tips, go over to Aria, get his photo taken yeah, with the owner. Can the tour? I mean, God. We, are you, I could put we, in 48 hours. You're basically Chamber of Commerce. At, at this point now, we're taken by Treehouse. Then we go down to Vitamin C, get some world-class <laughs> beers. We go out for maybe catch a comedy show in Laugh Boston. We could bring him by to the pavilion, see some show. I mean, and then we go from uh, the beaches, go to Crane Beach. Then we go down to... You bring uh, Wiggy in. You take him to Hampton Beach. You go to the hookah lounge. Uh, we just lost him. <laughs> Instead of Brady and Kelly Olenek, we'll have Fitzy and Wiggy try and court Lillard to Boston. It couldn't be worse than that result. We couldn't do worse. Brady struck out. Let's go to our friend Stephen Fall River. Hello, Steve. Good morning. Hello. Did you hear that, Fitzy? Our What's friend, that? Stephen Fall River. So Steve. let me have to drop a dime on you again. Uh-huh. Steve, we talk, we have, it, we, you know. we've mended fences, Steve. Steve, we have mended fences. All right. Okay, we do know about the Red Sox. They're a good team. We've wildly undervalued them. They brought in the best closer in baseball last year. We poo-pooed it. I knew there was something going on when I heard that. I didn't know who the guy was. Oh, he only led the league in... And saves last year. And all of a sudden, oh, that's nothing. We signed Devis because everybody said we had to sign Devis. We did two major things. If those guys were playing up to their level, by the way, for the whole season, Jensen and Devis, Devis batting another 50 points like he should be, and Jensen not blowing all these saves, they'd be, they would be in the wild card. They had an injury to sale. I'm not banking on the guy, but guess what? He was pitching very well. When he comes back, you now have three legit starters. At least that's what it looks like. We won't know till September how when we see everybody's health is. In the meantime, I've been hearing about Bob Kraft and Bill Belichick sniping about money, and yep. somehow our good friend uh, Tom Curran is whitewashing it. He's very clear on the fact that the, the defense is overrated and being penciled in as this great thing because I heard his analysis on that but I also heard on this network him trying to say oh it's Bill being cheap but oh it's Robert being this Robert being that if they're 31st in absolute spending in July that's self-explanatory there's nowhere to get anywhere into the top half there's nobody to spend the money on even if they get this Hopkins they still can't spend their way into the top half Bill Belichick said they were 27th average in the last three years. Mm-hmm. Bob Kraft says, well, if there's a money problem, I'll sell the team. And back and forth about who's trying to sublimely drop a dime on us. But the real question for Bob Kraft was, Bob, why are you 31st? Why are we 27th? That's mm-hmm. the real question. If you're going to live in the bottom sixth of the, of, the, of the payroll, you need to be a drafting machine. Does Bill Belichick... Anybody call him a drafting machine? I got a good they kicker and a punter, as we, we highlighted this hour. I mean, what, are you kidding me? Wait, hold on. Uh, Steve, oh, he, there were people. I'm sorry. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. He'll, he'll be listening. Hi, Steve. Thanks again for calling. There were so many people that lauded the Patriots draft from the Daniel Jeremiah's to the Mel Kuypers and all of the people, the draft minds, the draft wizards. Like Gonzalez, God, did you see Fitzy and Keefe after the oh. pick was made on the live stream? God, God. could have gone fifth overall. He falls <laughs> to the Patriots 17th overall. Not a single person disagreed with that pick being one of the home runs of the 2023 draft, if not Belichick's best draft pick. I don't know, maybe in since 2012 when he got Chandler Jones and Zeus Hightower in the, in the first round as well. People love the Keon White one and the Marte Mapu pick. One, two, and three. You may see three foundational pieces of the future Patriots defense for years to come the way 
You just need to just buy a little bit more offense, Ken. Spend a little money. Red Sox, go find a starter so you can allow this team to stay in it, compete, get that third wild card, then all bets are off. Although the Braves damn well should probably win this World Series because that's a hell of a team. And Red and Patriots, just spend a little bit more on offense because the defense is going to be good and then you can be in these games. Instead of whining about Tyler Bertuzzi, Marcus Smart, Devin McCourty, Grant Williams, Taylor Hall, Bogarts, all these guys that are left. How about a couple of acquisitions? Can we get that in the month? Would that be too much to ask? Can we get Erod back? Uh, Erod and Dame Lillard? I, I, all right. Dalvin Cook? No. Somebody? I, okay. All right. Now, all right, you, all right, now you're singing my song. All right. 617-779-7937. John Corrales with the reality of the Celtics at noon here on the Ken Curtis Show. Fitzy in for Curtis. My tweet is hot. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI, New England's Sports Original. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. At the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio, it is the Ken and Curtis Show. Fitzy in for Curtis today. We're brought to you by your Ford dealers. Pick up a delivery sweepstakes. RedSox.com slash Ford Sweeps. Ford Sweeps. Enter a chance to be picked up and delivered to the Ford Clubhouse and attend a Sox game. I love James Paxton. I am not afraid to admit that I love another man. Fitz, they redshirted this guy. They stuck with him mm-hmm. for a nothing season. He re-signed here. He's winning. He's succeeding. He gives you eight innings every time out there, it feels like. He's going to pitch today. He's going to dominate the A's. They're going to win again. They're going to put you four games over five hundred. To think about him getting moved in a couple weeks for a couple of prospects is Ugh. devastating. They cannot trade Paxton at this point. Why the hell did you stick with him for a year? To get, I get it. I get it. You, you know, Showcase. Rebuild the, for the future, blah, 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 bridge the next year. No. This guy, you found something. Extend him. Keep him. Sign him. He could be with Bayo, the veteran. You got the like senior junior thing going on there for the next three years. Okay, so so far on this season, since he's come since he returned in early May, James Paxton, nine games, only fifteen earned runs total. He's four and one. ERA of two seventy in the American League. That's not easy. But even more impressive, Ken, he's got a sub one whip. Now he's gonna probably, I'm I'm thinking likely. Uh, especially, hopefully, if he got a little sleep and he's buoyed by the joy of his quick paternity leave and the blessings in his life. If he can come back today, eat the A's alive, you're talking about a guy who is going to be incredibly valued to the Red Sox or potentially have high showcase value. If you are going to rebuild this team and tool up for a second half of the decade run on top of, I don't know, maybe making a pitch to perhaps the greatest two-way player in baseball since George Herman, Babe Ruth in the offseason. They're not. What are you going to tell Shohei Otani? Hey, come here. Uh, We'll give you a ton of money, but the team's going to suck for a while. The guy has been getting a ton of money. I don't need Otani. I just want to keep Paxton. I want to keep the nice thing that we've found, that we've developed, that we've stuck with. All right. You want to focus on the here and the now? Yes. Keep Paxton. Just give me Paxton. He's 34. He's not 44. People talk about him like he's near death. Okay. And on top of it all, he looks a little little healthier than Chris Frail. I I don't expect anything else out of him. No. I think Stephen Fall Rivers said that. You cannot expect anything from Stephen. Nothing. I I cannot count on that. Where are we in in his 60-day IL stage (laughs) right now? Probably 40 days in. 
Now, Ken Rosenthal wrote this uh, from The Athletic a couple days ago about Paxton. Okay. He again looks like the pitcher who was so good from 2016 to 2019. His remaining salary at the deadline is less than $1.5 million. The Sox are in last place in the AL East. Pretty obvious decision, no? Well, no. No. <laughs> exactly. It is not obvious. You're two games back of the Yankees right now, I think. Two or three. Anyway, you're, two, you're three games out of the wild card. They're close. Go for it. Go for it. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to uh, Jack in the South End. Hi, Jack. Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? How are you? Um, yeah, so all good. How are you guys doing? All right. Good. Um, but, yeah, no, I think all this is prefaced by the fact that we need to uh, make sure they have a strong July 1st. And, uh, I mean, this, this team is so erratic. Like, they could be swept by the Mets and Braves for no reason, and then we're, our conversation is totally different. Hopefully not, yeah. but That's you never true. know. Um, however, assuming they do have a strong July, Rob Bradford was actually talking about an interesting trade. I want to get your guys' uh, thoughts on it. So, basically, it's like a Dylan Cease for Verdugo swap. And then maybe like Verdugo plus some like mid-level prospect or something. I don't know if that's viable, but he was talking about it. Uh, and I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but I would take that in a heartbeat. I was wondering what you thought about that. You would trade Verdugo for for Cease, a pitcher. I would do that for sure. I mean, first of all, Cease is an extra year of control, I believe. Um, and he was all MLB second team or whatever last year. I know he's not that good this year. But I feel like he has a higher ceiling than Verdugo in terms of contribution. I know it's pitcher versus position player, but I, I would take that trade for sure. Well, it's interesting. I mean, uh, the fact that Verdugo and uh, Cora had a little bit of a sit-down of, of sorts, and then Kike was ripping Cora the other day, which is also kind of bizarre. Uh, He's had a weird year. But that's different. Uh, Verdugo's been a success. You may not have won the Mookie trade, but you didn't get embarrassed. You got two everyday starters. Mm-hmm. In Verdugo and, and your catcher. So um, I like him. It would be a tough trade. Uh, I don't think he's untradeable. You do have some outfield depth, I guess. Um, but I, I, I more with the previous caller, I'd rather see him move the ball and let Duran play every day and keep Verdugo. But they do need starting pitching you know, in the future. That's part of the problem. Does that also not possibly put a knock on the Sox for... Hey, we traded. This was the guy that we really wanted in the Mookie bets. Like, yeah, if you lose all part, the, 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 the centerpiece of it, it doesn't look great. And then also, hey, come to Boston. Once you're a star, we'll trade you for something else we need. Well, that's true, too. Let's go to Matt in Rhode Island. Hi, Matt. Uh, how you doing, guys? But um, what you were just saying about, yeah, Verdugo, right? So isn't that how the Red Sox are doing things right now? Like, it's all over the place. Like, you get a player from a trade, and then you would you wouldn't, you would get rid of him. But... The reason for my call is against the Oakland A's yesterday, and it worked out, but how can people tout a farm system when you don't even have someone to call up to make a spot start to like see what a kid's got? You don't Both like the Bernardino openers? ridiculous. <laughs> no, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. Also, when you're talking about a playoff run, you're, you're obviously you're going to trade um, Turner. You're going to trade all the guys with one-year terms. And you can't even really think about going to a playoff run with this team. I mean, you have you still have guys playing out of position until you can put a, a, a regular a, a MLB roster in in place. You know, I, I just can't take the team seriously. Thanks. All right. Well, I I mean, Yu Chang actually is kind of a sneaky good return last night. He he's just gives you stable shortstop play, which they need. So that'll get you through the rest of the month. I mean, they're in the mix. They're an odd. I, ha- I hate to I hate to rain on the naysayers' parades. Why not get, just you know what? Get behind the odd squad this year. Just ha- like look, 
Sure. Do, should we, because, you know, we're the flagship station and we broadcast the games and here we are at the fabulous Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio? Sure, of course. But going beyond being a company man, what's more fun for you as a Red Sox fan? Ken, listeners, anyone walking by right now outside of Fenway Park on Lansdowne, what's more fun? The idea of getting behind the odd squad and playing relevant baseball into the middle of late September or trading pieces off and just hoping and hoping that maybe next year or the year after isn't a bridge year. I know. I, you're, you're singing uh, my tune. 207 texture, though. Paxton's value will never be greater. The Sox are mediocre. Why buy another starting pitcher and go from mediocre to just okay? Time to rebuild. 413, Ken, you're the leader of the Bluminati. I'm not. Bloom has had his faults, but uh, I would like to see him actually go out and add. He's made a couple good ads. He brought Schwarber in. He's, and he's, let him go. He let him go, yes, but he did have a deadline uh, acquisition. Now, which, by the way, brought mm -hmm. you two wins away from a World Series. Now, Xander, Why can't uh, you replicate a little of that magic? Bogart's not having the greatest season by any stretch on that absurd contract, and boy, are they going to have to rein in the spending in San Diego and figure out what the hell's going on out there. Didn't look great on Nivaldi. Uh, maybe he pitched above expectation so far. The Waka deal, I'm never going to agree with. I would have kept Schwarber around because he fit. The fans loved him. Yeah. He got it here. He was, I, to me, it was a, a key piece. And for all the immaculate footwork that Tristan Casas says uh. he has over at first base, that hasn't clicked with me yet either. Last year was a storm cloud season. This doesn't have to be a bridge season. Look at other... I'll cross sports once, and then we'll be done, and I know John Corrales is coming up. Mm -hmm. You get a team... Talk about it. All you have to do is look to like something like the St. Louis Blues. They were literally a little over halfway through that NHL season the worst team in all of professional hockey. Right. Five months later, they hoisted the cup on ice in this city. Yeah. Coaching change. Help that. Fitzy, you don't even have to cross sports. Look at the Nationals a few years ago. They were oh, 19 and 31 or whatever Love they were. It. Like, they were down at the bottom and then went on a run and won the whole thing. And now, who's our Juan Soto? What an optimistic show with that, Curtis. Devers? Maybe he could be. You never, you never know. Maybe Or maybe Trevor Story comes back and lights the world on fire. So what's Corrales going to tell us next about the Celtics? Is he going to say there's a chance for Lillard, or is he going to say no chance? My, if I had to bet on it right now, yep. I, it's minus 180. He says, douse those flames. He's no not chance. coming. All yeah. right. We will find out next from the guy who does Celtics all the time on Locked On Sports and the Boston Sports Journal, John Corrales, next. I am not afraid to admit that I love another man. Original. Original. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.